Welcome, everyone, to the Canadian Perspective, your source for leftist political news. How you do that? How you guys doing? That's right. How you guys doing out there? I'm Cole. This is Derek. Yep. We're going to be covering some stories uh, from a different location than we usually are in. Yeah, so if it sounds different, that's why, with acoustics and all. Acoustics and all. Hopefully my recording device is as good. We have some lovely graphics on the walls. Yeah, we have an anarchist uh, flag. Some Got some death posters. Two two death posters. Tell them about the band. Yeah. The band death, because, you know, metal. Ooh, I'm wearing a death shirt. I'm wearing the flannel. That's, I don't know why. Because flannels are sexy. Yeah, but what are you trying to make me attracted to you when you come over? Yeah. Shit, man. I know. It's unprofessional. Okay. Um, Uh, We should probably uh, start with the coronavirus update. Yeah, so the stories we're going to cover today, we're going to be talking about coronavirus because, honestly, I haven't looked at coronavirus in probably four to five months, the the actual numbers of cases and whatnot. So I thought it'd be nice to brush up on that. I'm sure everybody, I don't know, I can't speak for anybody else, but it would make sense if other people have done the same thing. Like, they were all invested in corona right when it was happening, Mm -hmm. and then... You got burnt out by it. You got burnt out by the constant news cycle and whatnot. Yeah. So you were, aren't filled in. It, yeah, it, it's just so constant and everybody's so sick of it already. Right. But you know what? It's getting real bad again. Like, real bad. Which is why I thought it would be a good idea for me to um, fill you guys in on what's going on with that. And then we're talking about some anti-curfew protests that happened in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. similar to like the whole anti-mask thing. And then a little update on that Bill 54 okay. that the progressive conservatives are trying to pass in Manitoba yeah. that would make protesting basically illegal. Uh, Prince Philip also died. So yeah, everybody we knows. Can, we can uh, mention that in passing. And then we also got uh, Pizza Gates or Matt Gates' uh, pedophile ring. That's right. There's, <laughs> the, there's some stuff going on with... It's not uh, quite a pedophile ring, but uh, he's involved in a sex trafficking scandal right now and he's going insane yeah he's losing his shit like he is he's looking he's looking like butthead all his actions right now are so extremely guilty looking <laughs> i don't know what the fuck he's doing he needs to yeah, hire a pr bad. manager he needs to hire a pr manager he or has one damn he also has the same job. age twink son Right, I remember that. Yeah, that's so weird. I'm going to adopt somebody who's my age. Yeah. That doesn't work. No, it's so fucking weird. It's like, I, I... Anyways, we'll talk about that when that comes up. But anyways, yes. Coronavirus update. Yep, let's start with that. So there is a third wave that is coming. It's already here, bro. Yes. We're peaking. I have the... Gra- this is the problem with this audio-only show. And this is why we need cameras. Yes. Because... We need graphs. I have a nice, lovely graph here. None of you can see. Well, we're working on that. We're working on that. It costs money, and we have no money at the moment. I have money. What are you talking about? Well, I'm broke as shit, bro. Let me just say, okay, so basically we're in Canada's third wave, okay? So just to give you a brief update, on May 3rd, 2020, that was the peak of the first wave. And on that day, the very peak of it, we had 2,760 new cases of the first wave. That was May, okay? And then on January 2nd, 2021, (laughs) we had our second wave's peak, okay? Because what happened after the first wave, that was just a tiny bump. And then it went down and stayed pretty low. We're getting around like 300, 200 a day. And then around middle of September, right after schools open and shit, and we started to relax into that third phase reopening, which is a stupid idea. 
the amount of cases started to steadily increase, almost exponentially, until we reached our peak on January, what was this, January 2nd? Mm-hmm. And that peak was uh, 10,209 cases a day. So, of course, the second wave was way higher than the first wave. The first wave wasn't even really a wave, mm-hmm. almost, it seems like. This is for all of Canada. Manitoba has had a little I bit will, different. I, I have the numbers yeah. from Manitoba here, too. And then, after that peak, it started to it's, it decline rapidly down to until middle of February, where it, it uh, evened itself out. It stopped mm-hmm. the decline. And its low point was 2,500 new cases in the middle of February 2021. And then on March 18th, the third wave began. The curve started to go up. Like up. Diagonally, yes. Yeah. And then so far, the highest peak was on April 9th, 2021. And, and that was 9,213 cases. On April so 9th, we're almost at the same peak as before. As the second wave. Yeah, the we're almost peak. back up there. And who is responsible? Toronto. <laughs> well, Ontario as a whole. But Yes. So, because I was going to say, I looked at Manitoba, and our cases continue to stay low, even though we had a slight spike yeah, we're, in the we're, last six days. We're kind of going back up, but... It was a slight spike. I wouldn't yeah. say it was exponential. No, we're, we're still doing better than what we were doing uh, back in, in the like, second wave yeah we we're doing way better and so yeah nowhere near the 593 cases uh that we had in one day during the height of our second wave that was the highest number of cases in one day but we are above 100 now yeah we are yeah which yeah. is bad but so still. the main provinces that are responsible for this because everybody knows in politics number one thing you need to f- discover is who to blame yeah who do you blame and that is Ontario and Alberta. Those are the two provinces responsible for this. Ontario's third wave, of course, I looked at the numbers individually for the provinces and, and, their, and their new cases matched the national increase almost exactly. And same with Alberta's. If you look at British Columbia, they've been doing very well. Their numbers are a little weird, the way that they report them. But when you like account for that, they're actually doing very well. Mm-hmm. They've stayed relatively consistent throughout the whole thing. Also, look at Saskatchewan. They haven't seen the same uh, third wave bump that uh, Ontario and Alberta saw. Okay. And if you look at, of course, the maritime provinces, they're fucking kicking ass. Yeah, there's not that many people over there, though. There's and, less uh, chance for... Right. There's only uh, like... Infecting, infecting only, like, other people, right? 20 cases or 30 cases a day. Yeah, it's like, so. And then Quebec... I was thinking, what if it is it Quebec, though, that's a part of it? Which would make sense. And Quebec They're pretty is, big. Quebec has stayed flatlined the entire time. Really? So they haven't actually, like, uh, 2,000 cases a day. Oh. So they've just been bad this whole time. But they have a higher population density, so that's not accounting for population density. Population density and that the uh, French have a fairly, like, the protesters are half. Have a I was going to say, yeah, that's something that might factor into that, but... They don't like being oppressed that much well even if it's justified like right now and but they don't like (laughs) they don't like being told what to do by anglophones yeah that's the biggest thing premier legault is a francophone yeah so that doesn't even apply here because he's french i don't know i just feel like the french have a history of they don't like being told what to do basically by anybody especially the english but you know even in in France, French, <laughs> you know. In the France, France. Yes. So, yeah, apparently we're in Canada is now worse than the United States in uh, cases per capita now. 
which is pretty terrible. Yeah, so like I, I looked at a I looked at a stat earlier this week. Yeah, and it was the seven day averages for mm -hmm. uh, Canada and America. Yeah, like the weekly the average, week, the weekly average for cases and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, they were skyrocketed and kind of stayed up, and now they're on a steep decline, probably due to everybody being vaccinated. Their vaccine program. What the fuck is going on? It's a, way better than Canada. Canada's vaccine uh, vaccines are rolling out and we're spiking. Like, what the fuck? How does that make any sense? We're now worse than the states. Why is our vaccine rollout so garbage? In the states, you can be like 30 and get a fucking vaccine. I don't know. I don't know. Well, actually, um, the Rational National uh, had, did a video on this that yeah. I watched. And uh, it was saying that it was it's probably due to... We actually covered the story as well. Probably due to the fact that we have no vaccine um, manufacturers. We can't develop the vaccines. Right? Uh, so nationally. we have to buy them all. And then they have to be shipped over and then distributed that way. Rather than just making them ourselves, and which would be way faster and way better. Conservatives in the 80s, the federal government was run That's by right. conservatives. I forget who it was. They, uh, but, they defunded uh, that whole program. Yeah, they defunded it. They sold it off to uh, private. Uh, they privatized all the facilities and uh, they were dissolved, basically. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So, because of that decision back then, we're fucked now. And we can't get um, vaccines easy. Brian Mulrooney. Was it Mulrooney? He won the 1984 uh, Canadian federal election. Brian Mulrooney, progressive conservative. They got a total of 211 seats. And uh, the liberals were <laughs> diminished to 40. And the NDP at 30. Okay. So, before this... 1984 Canadian election, Pierre Trudeau won in the 1980 election. Okay. So, so yeah, it was, it was the conservatives that defunded that. So Also, if you want some more like sources for Canadian news, mm -hmm. Rational National is a good place to go. Giving him a shout out to people that don't know. Um, even though good. he's way bigger than us. He's kind of boring though. Kind of boring. He looks like a Canadian, though, so I, you can give him that. Yeah, he grew his hair out and everything, and I was like, yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah, he looks good. He doesn't get uh, too excited, but, you know, I, I think his content's pretty good. Other than that, <laughs> Just fuck his appearance. Him. <laughs> Other than that, fuck him. Yeah, he's our competition, so, you know. Don't listen to him. No, take back what he said. <laughs> <laughs> take back what we said. You might agree with him, but, like, you know, he's our competition. That's right. Gotta fight for the monopoly here. <laughs> Why are you watching this? Stop watching. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> so, okay. So, related to COVID-19 is the anti-curfew protest that occurred in Montreal on Sunday. So, demonstrators involved in this protest lit fires, shouted slogans uh, in old Montreal on wow. Sunday evening. Shouting slogans at a protest. Bunch of crazy. nutcases. Insane. As bad as starting fires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they started fires, they broke windows and shit, right? Right, in defiance of the uh, new 8 p.m. curfew. I mean, it, it, 8 p.m. curfew is a bit like. It is a bit fucking crazy. I don't know how good uh, curfews uh, are. Like curbing the virus? Yeah. I don't how know. How effective are they? I don't Cause know. Because that would directly. Because if they're not effective at all, fuck you do. What the fuck are you doing? Well, obviously we don't have a curfew here. That's right. I but know. we're also not doing that great. So who knows? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked into that. I would have to look into that to uh, determine whether or not this is justified. But I'm leaning towards not justified. 
because they're probably not doing that great over there. We'll look at the numbers and we'll see. Mm-hmm. But basically, they had a curfew for, uh, for 9.30 p.m. And then they're, now they're rolling it back to 8 p.m. And so everybody went out or a largely young crowd went out, blocked off a street near the heart of Montreal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, started, started some shit. Started chanting things like, uh, quote, freedom for the young, mm-hmm. end quote. Not for the old. No. And if the young get sick, then the old get sick too, and then they die. So, freedom for the young can also mean death for the old. <laughs> in, in this the, scenario, in I this guess. In this scenario. Yeah. And also, yeah, they lit, lit fires in garbage cans at intersections, right? Others set off fireworks. Uh, shit all over their premier Francois Legault. Yep. Um, and some objects were also thrown through store windows. So this can so. be considered uh, uh, political violence. Would well, you say? No, because pro- uh, violence against property is not violence. Breaking windows is not violence. No, that's true. That that's property true. damage. That's not the it's same property thing. Property damage. But did they hurt anybody? I don't, I don't know. think so. I haven't seen any uh, information that anybody was hurt. No, um, riot police did show up, but that right. kind of dispersed the crowd. Yeah, at 8.30 p.m., riot police showed up. Which is understandable, but... And by 10 p.m., the police were still there, but, like, almost everybody had dispersed. There were usually stragglers yeah. they were looking for, and that was it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say whether this is justified or not. Well, because... the whole reason why is because legal rolled back curfew in... Montreal and Laval, those two areas, even though they had a relatively stable case count, but he was doing it as a precaution because of the new strains that are coming out of the UK, new strains coming out of South Africa, and uh, there were some other new strains. There's a bunch of new ones. There's a bunch of new ones. There's one coming from Brazil, too. And, uh, I mean, you have to take precautions, though. Yeah, I understand that. And perhaps that's the reason why we're having a, a third wave is due to these new, more virulent strains. Well, that's 100% what it is, because we can't get vaccinated fast enough for it. Um, but I don't know if going in the streets and protesting is the best uh, how else are you, How like, else are you going to state your case, though? I don't know, but You'd say I that? don't know if it's, if it's justified to do so. Like, understandably, the BLM protests where they were breaking uh, windows and um, fighting, not fighting police, but getting beat up by the police and shit like that, that was 100% justified because they're fighting actual oppression. Now here, does the curfew actually affect anything? Well, you can't go out after... Yeah, it sucks. But you know what? I couldn't buy a Christmas present for my family members, and I couldn't go back to my family for Christmas because... That was all shut down uh, in December. Are you going to protest over Christmas presents? I, I could protest against not being allowed, legally allowed you to could see do my that. family. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could do that. But is that justified? Because it did, um, the, the actual legislation did cause cases to go down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so which one do you weigh more heavily? Oh, exactly. Cases going down or buying Christmas presents? not buying Christmas presents, going home and seeing my family. (laughs) The actual, the essential goods uh, rule regulation that they had, I don't understand how that actually affected anything. 
I don't know. I think the whole point of that was to prevent people from going to the store as much as possible while still having stores relatively open so you can get the things you need to survive. I know. I think that's the whole could, point. You could fucking go to Walmart and buy like the Christmas point- cards, but you couldn't buy birthday cards because they don't want you to okay well that's fucking weird but that's fucking weird like they had stuff like that i tried to go to walmart i was able to go to walmart and i couldn't buy a blender um because i, that, I yes. wanted to make a christmas um uh cake that my family does vina tarta yeah the, i wanted to make that and i couldn't get a blender to make the uh filling because that was not allowed but I could buy other shit. Their decisions over what specific I, I items... I don't think that was... Uh, I don't think that affected anything. Because people have to go out anyways. Get food and I mean, shit. I guess that's true, but I think what... I mean, you understand the logic behind it. I understand the logic behind it, but I don't think uh, it's sound. <laughs> okay. I, so that, that's really the difference here. Does the curfew work? If the curfew works, then they're not justified in uh, the, the protest itself. Um, but if the, pro, uh, if the curfews don't really work, then... Well, yeah, I mean, I assume that less people are going to be out after 8.30 p.m., which means less people traveling around, which means less spread of the virus. Yeah, but how many people were out traveling around and breaking, like, COVID rules anyways? Breaking curfew? Not curfew, but COVID regulations, because if... I'm fucking Like, numb. that extra hour and a half... There's a lot less traffic on the roads. Of course, the rule. But you're not getting COVID in your car. I know, but I'm using that as an example of people traveling. Meaning that they're going from one destination to another and leaving their vehicle. No, I understand that. But I'm saying, does it actually work? I'm just saying... Not- that's, that's what I'm saying. I understand how a curfew works. I understand the, what they're trying to do there. But I'm saying, does the actual result... Uh, matter or do curfews prevent covid cases from healthline.com yes curfews can help stop the spread of covid-19 i also have one from the new york times here because that's ultimately the question the purpose of these overnight stay-at-home orders is to reduce non-essential interactions between people from different households people are staying home and not socializing with people outside their household they drastically reduce their chances of catching or spreading the disease I mean, that's basically what we were saying. No, I understand the logic behind it, but how effective are they? It doesn't give me any numbers. So I, I'm honestly leaning towards the, these protests are not justified uh, because of that, though. Yeah, it's they, just they work. It's basically stay right? at home. So it's kind of like an anti-mask protest, which well, is... Well, yeah, a lot of the people there weren't wearing masks. Yeah. And that's not justified, so I don't, I don't think this is any more right. justified uh, because of that. Even though I usually like protests, I don't think this one was uh, the greatest one out there. Uh-huh. But you, you understand my, uh, my, my thought process there? I think you are delusional. No, I do understand your thought process. Okay. It, do, do curfews work? And then if they do work, then no, you shouldn't protest it. If they don't work, then okay, yeah, understandably, you would protest that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, but speaking about protests. Remember how we mentioned those horrible, disgusting bills that the progressive conservatives were trying yeah. to pass through our legislature? Well, we should make a graphic and uh, try to circle it through social media. And we should do that. Should. But uh, this bill was proposed in that these bills were shown in the House apparently quite a while ago. 
So there was, this is an article that was written in the CBC on March 23rd mm-hmm. about protests that occurred due to this bill being introduced. So they already did the protest. Okay. Approximately 200 people shut down the intersection of Memorial Boulevard and Broadway in front of the Manitoba legislature Tuesday evening to show the progressive conservative government their opinion of the legislation. Well, it's like three weeks ago. Yep. Trip. So, yeah, broadly defines critical infrastructure and whatnot. And apparently, if you shut down, like, the... Make it more difficult to access, like, those facilities by having the protests or whatnot, or mm-hmm. just, like, being there, the owner of that facility can apply to the, the court of Queen's Bench for an order to stop attempts to interfere with this infrastructure. Attempts to interfere. Which is a broad language, because you could describe that. to interfere with infrastructure? Yeah. So, that could be, like, traffic into your business? Yeah. Or, ultimately, which you can blame anything on. Right. And then, like, you, you can know, blame that on a homeless person that's, like, walking around the street and just chilling outside your business. And I think this was a response to the whole Wet'suwet'en railway blockage yeah. protest. Probably. That's... Probably what had to do with it, but also this curbs like <clears throat> everybody's freedoms for protesting. Yeah, well, how vague it is. They're just using that as a. I mean, I I support the protest that happened there. It wasn't the greatest idea to block the railroad. I don't think because that affected a lot more people than uh, they're intending. I mean, I don't have um, enough information on that whole situation to really give you an opinion, so I don't know. Well, it backed up. It, it fucked over farmers, basically. No, I know that, that but I that's mean, ultimately what was, what the, it was. Their, their grievance for doing the protest, I don't know enough about it. Because no one was giving a fuck about their reserve. I mean... I don't think they had drinking water or something like that. It was something like that, I forget, but... <laughs> if you can't fucking drink, then yo ass ain't gonna eat. How about that? Understandable. And people say, wow. But the, the biggest thing was it, it blocked uh, up all the, the grain elevators and stuff like that, so they're all... Uh, well, they were all and they uh, couldn't uh, empty constipated. Before. Yeah, basically, and the farmers didn't really have anywhere to put their uh, grain and shit like that. I believe that's what it was. I'm sure it had a and bunch so the of farmer of, farmers board was just like, hey, we we we're in support of you, but we need you to stop blocking this so we can. Like, yeah, so there's like the question of like <laughs> when you jobs, when you do right? something that interferes with the general public at large during a protest. What is the response from the public? Is the public like, okay, well, fuck the protesters, or is the public like, okay, government, just, just, just give them what they want, just make them stop, yeah, please, just make them stop. Which one do you think is more likely to happen? Either the people go fuck the protesters, no, get, it's get them going out to be there, fuck the protesters, or is right? it just give them what they want, just tell them to stuff and go, just give them the shit they want, and just make them stop. That would be the easiest route. I mean, I think there's a mix of both, but it is primarily, depending on the, how the media spins it, mm-hmm. depending on how the media spins it, and what the, gen- what the grievance is, then yes, I think it is more antagonistic from the general public, unfortunately, but... Unfortunately. But, like, that's, that's the type of things you gotta think of when you're, um, when you're doing protests like that, though. Mm-hmm. You have to take some of that stuff into account. Now, if you're, um, if you're protesting at the legislature... That is literally the best way to protest is directly on the footsteps of the people in Especially power. Especially when they're going into it. Like yeah. when they arrive in the morning and they have to go in the pro- into the legislature, that's when you show up. Yeah. That's a great place to uh, show up. And you can even do it when they're going home. Mm. Like do an all night thing or like a silent like sit down. 
something like that. Or you like preach the, the legislature <laughs> and you sit down in their offices. Do an insurrection on the Manitoba legislature. We're not advocating for Not a good idea. Don't do that. No, please um, don't. No, fuck. <laughs> it was a joke. But yeah, so there's, there's much better ways do it that are a little bit more ethical but like at the same time i agree with what the, they were protesting for yeah it's a mixed bag so uh, ultimately like yeah they're being uh oppressed up in the reserves they're not being taken care of the government just doesn't give a fuck because they're uh native or indigenous or whatever and um yeah. and so they took matters into their own hands and fucked over the government yeah However, while fucking over the government, they fucked over farmers. And the farmers were like, hey, no, you know what? We're in support of you. Like, we think that you should, mm-hmm. uh, you should be looked after and, and all that. But now I'm fucked over because I can't hold enough, um, enough grain in my elevators uh, on the yard. I can't go to the, um, like, uh, Richardson's or whatever. Right. Drop it off there. Stuff like that. So it just backed up the whole system and they were kind of fucked over for a little bit. Yeah, it's not good. Which isn't good. But you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how it's think a situation that. that we're both kind of mixed on, but But anyways, moving on from that. Oh, by the way, here's something to mention. With the whole Quebec protests. Yeah. You know how I was saying that f- uh, politics in Quebec largely mirror the current political uh, climate that's occurring in France. And sometimes they take measures that are being proposed in France and they introduce them in Quebec and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So apparently, France has implemented a stringent 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew. France has done that. So Quebec has done something similar, doing the whole 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. Not as, so, not as strict. Just something that I wanted to mention. The French. Like Quebec is is weird in Canada because they go either way. That They're mean, either like know. ultra conservative or ultra like liberal. <laughs> they just don't like people telling them what to do. Like very a, as a whole, yeah, they're very nationalistic over that too. Uh, Quebec, which is understandable because mm-hmm. of the history with Canada and all that. Yeah, and the British, but like you get the no. fuck out. Like, what are they? You know, like well, they they have to stay. They have to stay. There's no other option. If- I would say, though, you know, when they did the whole referendums and whatnot, yeah. if France voted to leave, I mean, obviously, they should leave. That's direct democracy. And if the people of that region want independence, then they should get it. It would be worse outcome for Canada as a whole and a worse outcome for the people of Quebec in the long term. But democracy uh, on principle, even if it's if the end outcome is worse, I still believe in it. Would you believe in a direct democracy vote to oppress a minority? Well, I believe in having a, a constitutional republic with direct democracy. So you have constitutional protections of people who are minorities and whatnot, and freedom of speech and all those things, and voting rights, but also having as much democratic control, but not, I agree. not infringing on those things that are in the constitution. And if they want to deal with those, you have to go through a more, a larger process. Yeah. Like constitutional convention in Canada, which would require that the House and the Senate and also all of the legislatures of every province pass it, pass the uh, amendment to the bill, the Constitution. Yeah, so there's a whole bunch of more bureaucracy. Right. But what I'm just saying is that. I I agree with you, the direct democracy thing is better. I don't know if they should leave canada no i don't i don't want them to leave canada i don't think they should leave canada but if they themselves wanted to leave 
then of course then they you know yeah that's a broader like uh philosophical because if you think uh, about it if when scotland had its referendum and scotland left the uk would be like okay scotland wanted to leave they want independence from the uk what they kind of do now the ira is coming back (laughs) no scotland oh scotland yeah sorry sorry no the irish very two different very different places but um but yeah scotland had a referendum on if they should leave and if they said yes we want to leave then they should we would be like oh yeah should they should do it but you know when it comes to quebec we're like oh shit (laughs) now it's in our backyard but still no did you see that the ira are back no they never left yeah i know but they're doing a lot more um they're a lot more active now like they just set a bus on fire (laughs) what (laughs) in like northern ireland is crazy I saw this like a couple days ago. I forgot to put it in. No way. Basically, that's, the original members that's that were doing all the all the violence uh, had kids. No, the kids are doing the violence. <laughs> no, but they're more active now. What I'm saying. All right. Back in the news. Anyways, uh, well, the UK, I guess. Prince Philip died. Prince and that's Philip pretty died. Based. Greek immigrant. <laughs> On welfare for his entire life, Prince Philip is now dead. He's Greek? He's a Greek. He I thought it was Dutch. Greece. He's Greek. Are you sure? I think so. I thought he... I saw a meme, okay? And it said that. <laughs> I was pretty sure he was uh, royalty in Dutch. In the Netherlands. Philip was born on the Greek island of Kortu in 1921. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, he uh, he's like second cousins with uh, his wife, Elizabeth. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, cousin and husband of Queen Elizabeth uh, <laughs> died on the 9th at the young age of 99 years old. That dude was a walking corpse. Yeah. Oh, the memes were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that guy's... He just looked old. And he was driving, too. He still yeah. was driving. Well, he, he got, got in a car he accident. He got in a car accident two years ago <laughs> at 97. Damn. Yeah, so the main point here is uh, fuck the monarchy, and he was a bit of a racist, and... Uh, bit pompous when you're born in 1921 i would expect you would you'd be kind of racist yeah yeah that's fair and fair assumption and you're literally a part of an empire that's based off whiteness or you know you look at their museums and all their artifacts are not theirs they're from other places that they took them from Mm -hmm. so just yeah, saying they're they're like the original the <laughs> the og imperialism no, no they're the imperialism. origin of like whiteness as a concept is that true i would say so or was it prevalent in the nordic regions before they even found britain no no i don't think so hmm. i think the roman empire had a lot of like i mean the nords like the vikings i'm talking about the vikings because the, the vikings the romans never got the to vikings Sweden. were also um I also think... had had diversity in. Oh, they did. Team. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Right. I mean, they weren't good people, but they had diversity. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, they were OG. Like you can compare the current day United States to the British Empire that it, that it was around. Well, yeah, it was influenced 1700s, by that, right? 1600s, 1700s. The original states where it was created by uh, against British, them. Well, it was created by British immigrants that did not like Britain, right? But a lot of their ideas were outsourced from. Uh, france and britain yeah from the europe european area right but they were right. against the whole british empire bullshit yes on paper but they took the racism 
Well, that's with uh, it. well. I mean, right? if you think about it, the British outlawed slavery way before the United States did. Yeah, but they created the no, but I know, I know, slave. I know they had market. the whole triangular bullshit. Yeah, I'm just saying that the the states kind of like. I mean, they, they kept it. They kept, <laughs> they kept it going. It I'm going. not saying that, but the, I'm saying that the British. No, the British still have blood on their hands. Had, There's no well, denial they, of they, that. That's where it was all like manifested. Yeah. Yes. If you understand what I mean. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm not a historian. I'm just saying this, but like you know. No, I'm just talking about. Yeah. U.S. is bad, but U.K. still has all the same bullshit. Still blood on their hands. Yeah. Why Crazy. the fuck is their queen on our money? I don't know why. Why? Why do we still have the monarchy? Why? Why do we? We don't have, effectively have it, but like still. Why do we have a lieutenant general that has to, a governor general of Canada that has to like <laughs> has to rubber stamp, shit. rubber stamp all of our legislation? They could one day just decide no. Yeah, they can. They have all the power in the world to do that. And what was that woman that was the horrible governor general that was yeah. just like abusing her staff? Yeah, and then had to resign. <laughs> and we covered. Like these are the people that are. That could stop all of our legislation. Yeah. I don't think it's ever happened, though. No, they've never. Never in Canada's history have they done it. Since we've moved from the, the two-house, the lower-house, upper-house system to an actual parliamentary system. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's ever actually happened. Which is good, because they shouldn't have the power to do that. No. Why are they still there? They're just know. a figurehead. Yeah. Get them out. They have, they, they're just wasting taxpayer money. Pay their salary. You know what I think it is? I think that's... It's a provision in the Constitution that has the Governor General in it. Yeah. I think that might be why. Well, 100% that's why, but... So in order to change that, you would have to go through the whole convention. Probably costs a lot of money. <laughs> well, yeah, and then you have to have every, like, what was it, two-thirds of all the provinces would have to pass it to the legislature yeah. to get rid of the Governor General. I think it would pass, but it would be like, dude, come on. Really? This is what you're going to do the Constitutional Convention on? It would have to be, like, snuck into another thing. Another big thing, yeah. yeah. That's the only real way to do it. I mean, it's, like, whatever, but as long as they're not, like, actually flexing their power. Right. Anyways, uh, past that, I just wanted to say that, uh, fuck the monarchy, basically. Get rid of the monarchy. What are fuck, they doing there? Fuck Queen Elizabeth II. Fuck all the princes and princesses. I hated that oprah winfrey interview thing that happened that was so fucking pompous and like dumb i'm just like okay oprah winfrey herself is a fucking billionaire that that's she's the united states royalty yeah basically <laughs> right and yeah she's a black woman and all but like i like nina turner much better than oprah winfrey she's <clears> much <throat> better moral morally better person yeah but you don't get oprah. power through being a good person or in politics no you, you don't but that that's the black person black woman that i think is a much better morally than oprah winfrey i don't i don't like oprah winfrey okay but they they still did an interview though <laughs> i know i've been i've been called like you don't like black women <laughs> I, I said uh, i was saying to a friend that oprah winfrey's uh i don't like her at all and they're like oh you don't like black uh women like strong black women i'm just like I well like i mean turner. like yes i do i like nina turner and people like that <laughs> but <laughs> oprah winfrey's a billionaire and i don't like billionaires she's not oppressed she's a fucking billionaire she has a shit ton of power that's right so like fuck her and but also fuck prince harry and fuck uh megan markle Meghan was markle. being mistreated though by british tabloids i don't give a fuck 
I'm just saying. I'm and saying black Americans are being much more mistreated. I'm, and I'm also saying that Pierce Morgan, the terrible conservative oh, British that was, host, that was so weird, was butthurt that he didn't, uh, that Meghan Markle didn't want to get with him, and so he would attack her all the time on the news. No, I, I saw that. She, she chose a handsome prince. She chose uh, with a, a fucking lot more money <laughs> than a ugly old news An anchor. An old ugly conservative anchor. Yeah. No, she made it. She made the good choice there. Yeah. Yeah. But she's still like she's a princess. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand. But she it's also like, in that interview, it kind of showed like. No, there there is racism and all that bullshit, but the ultimately things- the whole monarchy is bullshit. No, but they ha- still have the whole like you. You have to like curtsy to the queen, and she's like, "Why? She's just your mom." It's like, "No, she's still the fucking queen." Yeah, like stupid shit like that, where the, you'd think is done. Yeah, the monarchy has no power. Nobody yeah. gives a damn anymore. No, you, you what, still have to do all that bullshit. What's with this whole honor system thing going on? But no, they still have it. Yeah, they still have it, which is weird. No, it's super weird. Get rid of them. <laughs> Take them out. Oh, and also, screw the House of Lords. What is that? That is some B. You know how they have they have a a parliamentary system. Yeah, they have a House of Commons, and then they have the House of Lords instead of the Senate. House of Lords are people. It's full of lords. So the Duke of this area, this, and if you get you become a lord through bloodline, you don't get elected. So they still have bloodline shit in there. Yes, that's fucked up. That's super fucked up. Isn't that because where our Senate is? Uh, handpicked no well not elected but no uh, we elected elect- officials select them the prime minister yeah appoints senators so that's their horrible <laughs> yeah that's really bad no you gotta get rid of all that bloodline bullshit no one cares or no one should care apparently a lot of people do care though fuck the media cares royalty i don't give a fuck the media cares it's ridiculous though i did have a crush on Meghan Markle when i was watching suits Just want to let that out there. <laughs> She's a fairy attractive. She is. Okay. Okay, let's go on to Pizza Gates. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I want to say this is the story about Matt Gates and all that sexual bullshit that he's done. Um, he did say in a previous tweet uh, back when Pizza Gate was a thing with Hillary Clinton and the pizzeria down in the state somewhere. Uh, uh-huh. He said that if he was ever in a scandal like that, that he wanted it to be called Pizza Gates because his last name's Gates instead That's of Gate. Funny. Which I'm just like, I'm just like respecting the wishes of the accused here. <laughs> so, <laughs> also yes. I think it's hilarious. So, like for the past two weeks, it's been all in the news. If anyone's yeah. ever seen it, um, Matt Gates has been desperately trying to clear his name and reputation, f- reputation from accusations of being involved in a sex trafficking child sex trafficking ring it's, thing i don't know about the ring it's just but like it, it technically he was he wasn't involved in the actual sex trafficking ring there was someone else that had a sort of ring going on which we found out later in. so the initial accusation is that he was flying out a 17 year old who he was banging yeah that's the thing with matt gates and technically since they cross state lines that's sex trafficking yes so I, you know, when you say sex trafficking, you think and of also, like... And uh, also, he's been, uh, he broke prostitution laws and stuff like that. Yes. As well. If those is, things were true, then yeah. Because they haven't been proven yet. No, he's been accused. And so the Department of Justice has been uh, looking into a larger tra- trafficking ring. 
that uh, Joel Greenberg, who is a, a Florida, another Floridan politician. Who, well, no, he's a he's, he's a tax uh, collector. Oh, okay, a Floridan tax, tax collector. collector. Yeah, um, that. Okay, we're going to get to him. It's uh, insane what he was doing, but he was being investigated. Well, so Gates appeared on Tucker Carlson. Oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> so immediately Tucker Carlson had Matt Gates on to do an interview, kind of impromptu. Yeah. And immediately Gates goes on about this, this long talk about how he's being extorted. I don't know if it's the Department of Justice extorting him. He was being extorted from uh, the... Uh, a former employee of the DOJ. Oh, a former employee of the Department of Justice yeah. trying to extort him for $25 million. Yeah. And if he didn't pay the $25 million, then he would bring up the sexual misconduct allegations against him. And then also, during this whole interview, Matt Gates was saying things like... He brought shit up about Tucker Carlson. So, Tucker, remember when you and your wife had dinner with me and then this woman I, that I brought? So, you know, remember that situation? And, yeah. then, and then Tucker's like, no, I don't remember <laughs> who the girl you brought or anything like that. And then he's like, remember how uh, 20 years ago you were also the victim of false accusations? And then and Tucker's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, Tucker was pissed off you after could, that. Yeah. It was hilarious. He was kind of angry. And it, what I gleaned from that was... Like, Matt Gates was pseudo-saying, like, listen, guys, I know everybody's dirty dealings behind the scene. Yeah. And if I go down, you're all going down, too. Which is good, because if he does go down and he takes everybody with him, good. Fuck those people. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah, Tucker Carlson was very angry about that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so he uh, allegedly had sex with a 17-year-old. And was paying women with money and drugs to sleep with him. And he accepted prostitutes uh, from other people who paid, uh, mm. paid them for him as well. That was part of the uh, Joel uh, Greenberg uh, controversy there. Right. In exchange for political favors as well. Now, did you see that Matt Gates met up with, asked to meet up with Trump at Mar-a-Lago and Trump yeah. refused? Recently, a lot of the Republican uh, figures are trying to distance, distance themselves from him. He actually went to like a Women for America First rally, which is a Trump rally, uh. and did a whole speech there talking about how he's innocent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, apparently, um, he went there in hopes to meet Trump. Right. And, and talk Trump to him no. about it. And Trump, um, well, Trump wasn't there. No. Oh. So he wanted to run into Trump. <clears throat> hmm. So he's, he's desperately trying to get help because he was so loyal to Trump. Right. He even asked for a blanket pardon. I remember Trump that too. Was, uh, a preemptive blanket yeah. pardon. That doesn't look guilty at all. No. Hey, could you just uh, pardon me from any future ac um, things I'm convicted of? Yeah. Thanks. And this, uh, this investigation has been going on for months. It's just recently in the news. Yeah. Right? Uh, very strange. Matt um, Gates is going down. Yeah, so... The larger and, investigation to uh, Joel Greenberg much more creepy, though. Yeah. Uh, because what he's been doing is he has done the sex trafficking as well, which uh, includes uh, Gates in that whole situation. Mm -hmm. But he was also accused of corruption, gun violations, impersonating, impersonating a police officer, and stalking, which he was arrested for stalking. That sparked the whole investigation. Mm. So what happened there was, okay... Uh, sex trafficking, he paid for prostitutes, basically, some of them underage for other people for political um, favors. Corruption, mm -hmm. he directly 
created jobs that paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for his friends and family. Uh, gun violations. He brought a gun on a holster into the office in states that did not allow that. <laughs> <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> he, uh, he was pulling people over and accused them of speeding on the highway just because he wanted to, I guess. And he, what? he was also stalking one of his um, oppositions. People who, who he was against. Opposition member? Yeah, a member of the opposition of whatever, something. Um, but he was stalking her. And Jeez. she called the police on him. And then uh, the police came, arrested him, and found, like, five fake IDs in his backpack. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's this guy? So this guy's just going around bawling. And Matt Gates is doing friends. a whole bunch of shit. And Matt Gates has pictures upon pictures upon pictures of himself hanging with out with this guy and other dudes that have similar accusations, right? That's so weird. Also, if you go through Matt Gates' Twitter, mm-hmm. he has like hundreds of photos of him and like little uh, girls. Child, yeah, beauty pageants or whatever. Yeah, and he's just taking like selfies with them. That's so and weird. And they too. all look like so awkward in them. Yeah. And it's, it's super creepy. Doesn't have that with any, any boys, though. Of course only not. Little girls. He's not into boys, he's only into the girls. <laughs> Why else do you think? So, that's that whole situation there. It's really fucked up. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards these accusations being true, so. I'm kind of leaning towards that as well. I mean, yeah. Everybody's jumping ship on him. Yeah, everybody. Except for, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene of uh, QAnon. Of course she's not. She's crazy. I know, but she's QAnon, who's, like, directly against uh, oh, yeah, child about, trafficking. It's the whole... But she's defending this guy. Yeah, it's odd. It's also weird that all the child trafficking um, accusation or, like, the actual legitimate ones, mm-hmm. are all Republicans. And, like, yes. none of them are dem- Democrats. Well, Bill Clinton. Okay. Bill Clinton. I'll give you that. <laughs> But the majority of them are the Republicans. Right. Not good. No, that is not good. So we'll see how that turns out. He's probably going down. Yeah, that, that's going to take months. Um, maybe he'll, he'll be suicided. Yeah, he'll be suicided Just like a in jail. Jeffrey Epstein there. Yeah. Which is a high possibility, I think. It is possible. It's always possible. Yeah. So anyways, that's all we have for you guys today. That's all we had on the agenda. Yes, I believe so. <clears throat> so you guys already remember to download this podcast that helps us out in the analytics and follow us on the pa- uh, pages, on the Spotify on the spoofy. And yeah, just check out our social media if you like. Yeah. Apple music. Well, that or Apple podcast, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> we pay people to do that shit we got a service <laughs> that does that so uh yeah so anyways just share with your friends if you're you like the content and yeah that's right that's about it alrighty guys so that was the right. Canadian Perspective signing off alright see you guys later bye bye